down to the Eskimo dressing room one more time and uh, say good evening to Mike Riley. Hey, Mike. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Uh, doing we are great. doing good, thank you. 28-13 uh, win tonight. You clinch uh, third place and uh, you stay in the West for the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> just tell me about uh, it seemed to be a pretty hard-fought game tonight in some interesting weather conditions that uh, nobody was given an inch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was it was pretty much what I expected it to be, um, this type of game. You know, it, it's, it's super cold. Uh, it's snowing a little bit. It's windy. Um, you know, that that's challenging in and of itself to deal with, but you got two teams, um, you know, that are both well coached uh, and they're they're both passionate and are going to fight till the very end, you know. So I, I knew it was going to be a fight like that. We've both been playing really good football for the last month. Um, you know, this is a tough place to come in and play. You, you know that Saskatchewan's always going to try to defend their turf and, and uh, you know, they did a good job tonight. They played hard against us. Um, you know, it wasn't until the very end of the game we finally got that last touchdown to make it a two-score game, but, you know, up until that point, it could have gone either way. So it was pretty much what I expected. This is playoff-type football. Um, you know, that's that's how you got to win games. You know, you got to figure out a way to get it done. Our guys did that tonight. Uh, couldn't be more proud of them. As we talked on the pregame show, Mike, it's a tough team to get into a rhythm against because they're they're good defensively. They do different things defensively. They force them to announce. But you guys were able to get some long-scoring drives put together tonight. Yeah, no question. I mean, that, that's a great defense. I knew it would be. Um, you know, I've been telling everybody for a year and a half that uh, it was only going to be a matter of time before Saskatchewan's defense uh, became pretty dominant and uh, you know they're they're well on their way to getting to that point if they're not already there you know they've they've been playing really good football um, like I say for the last month or two months really uh, and defensively um, you know they've been one of the more challenging teams in this league and uh, you know it's just it's just a matter of executing our stuff making sure we're all on the same page um, you know we, we had a couple of things we would have liked to have done better tonight but against that defense and again in these types of weather conditions um, you know putting up 28 points that's not a bad night I'm gonna turn it over to Dave now you know what he wants to talk about uh, uh, I can only assume he oh, wants oh, to talk. Okay. Just a second here. Execution and alignment. In your pregame interview, you mentioned the stat. You mentioned your second down conversion rate, mister. Oh. So, so well, I'm, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was. It's somewhere between, before the game, I want to say like between 53.5 and 54.5%. But 54.3 first in the guess, league. So anyway. And you were 57% tonight. Hey, oh, all right. There you there go. We go. Here, here, here's the name I want to mention. A lot of people are talking about Zilstra, a lot of people talking about you know, AD and talking about D-Walk and uh, CJ Gables come in and he's been as advertised at another great game tonight, over 100 yards combined. Vidal Hazelton is the guy I want to talk about. Uh, five catches off five targets for 64 yards. Longest is 21, average 12.8 yards. How important has he become in this uh, in your short passing game? Vidal's huge, man. Vidal's a big part of our offense. Um, you know, I really felt like that was kind of the last uh, straw to break um, in our injuries this season. You know, we had so many guys on in the wide receiver crew getting hurt and getting shuffled in and out, but the one constant for those first seven weeks was Vidal, and he was playing great. Um, and then he got hurt early in that Winnipeg game. Um, you know, and he just... He sets the tone for us uh, offensively. You know, he's he's very aggressive. I think anybody that watched the CFL Wired uh, deal this past week knows that he plays very passionately. He's not scared to get up in DB's faces. Um, you know, he's great in the run game, blocking downfield. Um, but he's, you know, he's a beast for us. You know, on, on second and medium, second and short, second and long, we know that we can get him the ball. And, uh, you know, I mean, there was a violent collision between him and Javon on the sideline yeah. over there. I talked to Javon after the game. Uh, it seemed like he 
was going to be just fine, thankfully. But, you know, that's a hard collision in any normal game. When it's cold out like this, that's just <laughs> you don't see those very often because nobody wants to hit like that, but Vidal does. And uh, he's done a great job since coming back from his injury, and he's just going to continue to get better and better. Um, you know, he still is, is learning new things every week, but uh, he plays with an incredible amount of passion. Um, he's very reliable, but uh, he's the guy that sets the, the tone and the tempo for us. Uh, joking aside, Mike, I know you don't like talking about your own numbers, but uh, you're at uh, 5,825 for the season. You set a new Eskimo team record for passing yards in a year, uh, which means you've thrown for more yards than guys like Warren Moon and Ricky Ray and Tracy Ham. Uh, just tell me, I, I know it's about winning, I know it's about a team thing, but just tell me where that fits in with you, and I know you'll probably think more of that in 10 years when you look back at things, uh, when you're playing in your final year in 10 years, and, and uh, just tell me where that kind of sits in, 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 your, uh, in your mind right now. Yeah, you know, like you said, uh, that's kind of the first thing from what I'm worried about for the next three weeks and beyond, but uh, it is something that you know, when I hear people talk about those numbers, I do take pride in it, not for myself personally, because it, there's no way that, you know, that falls on my shoulders. That's that's just showing how effective that our offense have been, has been, um, not just this year, but last year as well. I know that we were pretty close to the same numbers coming into this game, and, and you know, we didn't play in that last game. The starters didn't. So it just shows that for two years, you know, our coaching staff has continually given us a great game plan to work with. Our wide receivers have shown up to work, ready to go, and understand the importance of their alignment and assignment and not being selfish and not caring who gets the ball, knowing it's going to get spread around. Um, our running backs doing such a great job in the, in the pass protection and our offensive line. Um, you know, I, I, I could ask Dave this. He may or may not know, um, but probably the stat that I would be the most proud of if it is confirmed. I heard that uh, based on how our boys did tonight, not giving up a sack, yep. um, that I think that we uh, we gave up the least sacks in the league all Correct. season. So yep. um, to me, that's just those types of stats are so consistency. It's hard to do. It's hard to come out here and, and have a big game offensively for one week. And to be able to come out and do it more often than not over the course of 18 weeks, um, you know, I couldn't be more proud of our guys. And, and again, it's not just the offensive side. It's the special teams getting us the ball in good position. It's a defense forcing quick two and outs and things like that to get us the ball so we can we can have all that time of possession. Um, you know, it all works hand in hand, and that's why I love football. It's the best team game there is. It doesn't matter if you got the best stats in the world. It, it's not about you. It's about all the other guys on the field with you. So that's how I look at that stuff. You uh, you mentioned the guys in front of you on the offensive line uh, and the protection. How about uh, the room they gave you? You made several one-yard plunges for first downs tonight, three yeah. for touchdowns tonight. And mm -hmm. uh, Blake Dermott, our, our old offensive line, I mean, to uh, Bill McDermott used to always say, quarterback scores, we score. Absolutely. And, and, that's, and that's how it goes. They did a great job giving you that extra yard they or did. two tonight. They did, and they've been doing that all night, um, you know, or all season, sorry. You know, we know that if we get stopped on, on a short yardage, it's probably because I somehow screwed up the, you know, the snap and, and didn't secure the ball because they're always blowing guys off the line. It's a good feeling when you're, you know, a yard or yard and a half or even two yards off the goal line and uh, you're laying in the end zone but you're not laying on the turf because you're laying on the backs of two of your big boys up front and the other three guys are, are right next to you as well. So, um, you know, they've done a great job with that all night. It, or I keep saying all night. They did it all night tonight, but all season long, um, they're a load. They're big boys, and uh, that's hard for any defensive front to get uh, to get a stop. And, um, you know, that's something that's been a big part of our offense. And a word about the Blue Bombers next Sunday, please. Yeah, you know what? They, they've had a great season as, as well. Um, you know, they've obviously started to deal with some of the injuries. Uh, 
uh, like we had to earlier in the year. But this is playoff football. So at this point in time, nobody really cares about those. You're going to field your team that you can, and you're going to go out and play the best football that you can. You know, they, they're the, the, really the only team, I think, uh, that we haven't beaten yet this year. And uh, so it's going to be great to get another crack at them. Uh, we're going to be going to their house. That's a tough place to play. I'm sure it's not going to be any warmer than it was tonight. So uh, nope. you know, I'm, I'm glad that we got an opportunity to play a game in the cold. I hope it's freezing cold in, in Edmonton. I've seen it was uh, uh, zero Fahrenheit this morning back home. Uh, so I hope it stays that way. I hope we get to practice in that during the week. Um, you know, our guys are starting to understand that this is what playoff football is all about, is playing in this weather um, and not letting it affect you and just going out and making sure you do enough to win the game. Well, the best that I can leave you with, actually, it's two. Five wins in a row. You're 12-6, and six and you're going to Winnipeg. Hey, man, I couldn't be happier or more proud of our guys. Uh, it's been a long season. Um, there's a long way left to go. But uh, going through the ups and downs and battling through uh, the, that six-game losing streak and our guys in this locker room not losing the faith um, and just continuing to battle, uh, it shows you what we're capable of. So, you know, we got we got one more streak to go, and that's three more games. Uh, so we can make that happen. Uh, that's all that matters. Mike, thanks for your time tonight. As always, appreciate it. Congratulations all again. Right, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank